What's up, everybody? Welcome to another edition of Maction. I am former NIU Husky, your host, Mark Scafidi, breaking down another big week in the MAC. <clears throat> we had a record tie-breaking performance in the Mid-American Conference this week, defensive player of the nation type of performance uh, from the Toledo Rockets. Uh, we had now five teams at 500 or better. So, again, we've only had two teams at 500 uh, <clears throat> for a good chunk of the season. Right now, it's just six games in. Five teams are sitting at 500 or better with two teams over 500. So, still, only two teams over 500 at 4-2, and two, the Toledo Rockets and the Eastern Michigan Eagles. So, they're two games away from a bowl berth. And we have three other teams three games away from a bowl berth. But first, let's start off with who I think, as of today, six games in, your MAC champions will be the Toledo Rockets. The Toledo Rockets went into the Cal and beat the living daylights out of NIU for three plus quarters. Now, the final score is not indicative at all to what the game was like. 52 32 is the final. NIU got the living daylights beat out of them for the first three quarters. They scored a bunch of points when it didn't matter at the end of the game. <clears throat> um, Toledo was up what, 40 to 7 or 14, something. Uh, it was it was over at halftime. I think it was 35 7. Um, but <clears throat> Toledo came out like gangbusters. And actually, NIU tied them at 7 7. And I thought, wow, maybe. Maybe for once we got a game this week from NIU. NIU was gonna you know match these guys uh, for the entire game. That lasted one drive, uh, one drive before Toledo just started lighting them up, <clears throat> and it was twenty-one-seven in the first. They scored fourteen more in the second, <clears throat> ten in the third. Now, granted, NIU scored twenty-five points in the fourth quarter, but that was all garbage time. <clears throat> None of that mattered. So let's not get any. Sort of like, whoa, the game was close. No, NIU was out of it at halftime. I mean, the game was over. Third quarter, Toledo took, you know, started basically trying to run out the clock. Um, there's absolutely nothing positive other than NIU didn't quit, you know, at the end of the game. But they were out of it in the second. They were out of it at halftime. So the idea that, you know, the game was close, that's not really important. I mean, they still lost by, you know, by 20 points. So it wasn't that close, but it really was kind of like a 50 to 10 type of game. The amazing thing in the game, um, Quinion Mitchell for the Toledo Rockets, cornerback, had eight interceptions his high school career. Saturday, he had four interceptions through three quarters. Two pick sixes. <laughs> That's right. Two pick sixes. He scored... Two touchdowns by himself and had four picks. Now, they never tried to, you know, throw on him in the fourth quarter or else he would have had a chance to set the all-time Toledo record of five interceptions um, in the game. Uh, Daquan Finn looked great. Uh, Jacquez Stewart. Um, I mean, everybody for Newton for the Rockets, they played well. They're a better team. Um, they played much better. Toledo looked like the best team in the MAC. Um, NIU does not look like they're going to a bowl game at this point. 
I mean, they, they're out of almost, they're almost on the edge of being eliminated from that. Shocking that NIU has fallen so quickly from last year. <clears throat> Their backup quarterback, uh, I, I don't get why you keep throwing some of his passes because some of his passes were just downright terrible. And, and to throw four picks to the same guy, Mitchell, give him credit. But some of these balls were thrown right to him. He looked like he was wearing a red jersey. Uh, but Toledo, hands down, Mac favorites from this point on. Incredible game to Mitchell. He'll probably he'll never have another game like that. If he plays like that the rest of the season, you know, look for him in the draft. I mean, he's he's going in the first round. Um, but an incredible performance by the Rockets. Give them credit. Um, they definitely at this point in the season look like the best team in the MAC on either division. Uh, so congratulations to the Rockets. You earned that victory. Uh, you got yourself to first place in the MAC West. And I expect them to go to Detroit and play for a tight. Now they're going to have a nice record because the Mac's filled with bad teams. So you're going to, the Rockets are going to pad their victories. Now they're going to, they're about to take off in terms of the win percentage. Uh, the other four and two team, Eastern Michigan <clears throat> really thumped Western Michigan. Eastern Michigan's a hard team to figure out. Uh, it's, you never, it's just hard to figure these guys out. Um, but yeah, they're four and two. They're two games away from a bowl appearance as well. Western Michigan falls to two and four. You're in big trouble at this point too if you're Western Michigan. Uh, Powell for Eastern had 293 yards. Evans 90 yards for three touchdowns, which is nice. Uh, Lasseter 104 yards, one touchdown. Uh, nice win for the Eagles, and it, you know it's. Hey, Eastern Michigan is going to get to a bowl game. Nice job by the Eagles to get themselves back to a bowl game. At this point, they're going to get that six wins, it looks like. Um, whether or not they get to Detroit, I don't know, but they're going to be playing in the postseason. Buffalo, they're back from the dead. They were 0-3, non-conference play. They're now 3-3 and and in the MAC East lead. Uh, they beat Bowling Green handedly 38-7. to I mean, this one was kind of over quickly. It was 17-0 Bulls in the first quarter. They added another 14 in the second. Um, Mike Washington for the Bulls had 92 yards and a touchdown. Great performance by Buffalo. You are back in the driver's seat in the Mac East, so congratulations on the Bulls. Uh, the Mac East is there for the taking right now. Um, Ohio improves to 3-3. Three and three. With a win over Akron, who falls to one and five, Akron season's bordering on the line of being over already. You know they're they're two losses away from being eliminated from a bowl game, but nobody expected them to be very good at this point in the first year over in Akron. So Ohio looks like at this point you're looking like a bowl team too at three and three because they get to play a lot of MAC teams, so they should get three more wins. So a nice win for the Bobcats at home. Uh, Pretty easily handling the Zips, 55-34. Ball State down, I believe, was a 10 to nothing. Yes, 10 to nothing to Central Michigan on the road at Central Michigan. I was thinking Central Michigan, because I was watching part of this game, I was thinking the Chippewas were going to get this one. Mike New got it done again. Ball State on a two-game win streak right now. 
three and three in the MAC, two and one uh, in the MAC, three and three overall, two and one in the MAC, two wins in a row. They beat NNU last week. They beat Central Michigan this week. Ball State looking like they're going to a bowl game at this point. They're three wins away. Um, Ball State also in position to potentially get to Detroit if they can beat Toledo down the road. Central Michigan at one and five, teetering on the brink of irrelevancy for the rest of the year. So you're you're in big trouble right now, Chippewa fans. Um, and probably the most surprising game of the day for me was Kent State falling down to Central or uh, Miami of Ohio, seventeen to nothing in the first quarter. I didn't expect. I expected Kent State to win this one, frankly, and the fact that they were down 17-0 to start the game was a little surprising. Um, they came back, you know, uh, made a game of it. Uh, Kent State had a chance to win. Uh, this was a, probably the MAC, my, who I thought the MAC, this was like a MAC East de facto championship game, but that really just didn't uh, factor in that Buffalo is now 3-0. and um, uh, Slee for Kent State had 306 yards and three touchdowns. So the brutal Kent State opening non-conference season is not panning out, I think, the way that uh, the Golden Flashes would have liked because at 2-4 and four right now, they're in danger of you know losing a few more games. And the fact that they played that ridiculous non-conference schedule definitely – is preventing them from possibly getting to a bowl game this year. Uh, if they, you know, let's assume they have a couple more, you know, stub toes here and there, um, they're going to be in trouble um, going forward because they played such a brutal non-conference schedule. Um, next week, we have um, some more games coming up. And these are going to be Crucial games for schools that lose, like Northern Illinois, ESPN Plus, 1230, um, probably 330 Eastern. Uh, ESPN Plus games, I can't wait till those are over because the quality isn't very good. And you'd like to go back to ESPN 2, ESPN regular. <clears throat> but still, you know, until they move to weekdays at this point, we're still stuck with a lot of ESPN Plus games. And now you at Eastern Michigan. Never did I think that this would essentially be an elimination game at the beginning of the season for NIU. NIU is one in five. Going to Ypsilanti and losing, which is entirely possible, would eliminate basically all of NIU's chances for anything the rest of the year. Because they would be one in six. That means you have you can't lose another game the rest of the year or your season is officially done. So right now, this is a massive playoff-type game for NIU. For Eastern Michigan, it's a chance to get to five wins. So it's big in itself because if you're Eastern Michigan, you can't lose to a team like NIU anymore because that's going to be considered a bad loss. Eastern Michigan's a two-and-a-half-point favorite at home. The NIU's giving up 40-plus points a game now. Their defense is actually getting worse game by game, it seems. Gave up over 50 this week, I think 44 last week. Um, Eastern Michigan, honestly, if they're like everybody else on use played, it's going to score 40-ish points. 40 points. NIU has not been able to keep up. Um, so at this point, two-and-a-half-point dog, I'm going to go Eastern Michigan, a favorite by more, way more than two-and-a-half. 
but that's you know just as NIU's defense cannot stop anybody. No one. The lowest they've given up is 28, and that was to an FCS team. Everybody else has scored almost 40. So <clears throat> I'm going to go Eastern Michigan all the way on that one. And that is essentially, if NIU loses, their season essentially is over. Um, it's not officially over until possibly the next week, but you know, at 1-6, you, you're not dreaming anymore of going to any bowl game. Uh, the early kickoff game, Central Michigan versus Akron. Same scenario here as the Eastern Michigan NIU game, except both of these teams are one and five. The loser of this game also season is de facto over at one and six. I mean, it's terrible that we're going into week uh, seven and your season, basically, if you lose, you're done. You know, the final five games aren't going to mean very much, but that's what you get here. Central Michigan supposed to be a lot better than this. Uh, Akron is where they were supposed to be, but, Central Michigan, if you lose this one, you know, you're you're done. So it's a 13-point favorite for the Chippewas. I'm gonna go Chippewas because, you know, they should win this game. But we'll see what happens. Think you know, strange things have happened. Uh, that's on ESPN Plus at the noon kickoff. Also noon kickoff, Miami of Ohio versus Bowling Green. This has the potential of being a bad game with Miami of Ohio um, running away with this one. I'm going to go with the Red Hawks uh, in a probably easy victory. Um, it's my guess. It's only a six and a half point spread, but I like Miami of Ohio on this one all the way. There's really nothing from Bowling Green outside of beating Marshall that I kind of think, you know, it's gone well for them. So I'm going to go Red Hawks on that one. ESPN three Buffalo. Probably playing one of the worst Division I teams in the nation. And Buffalo could be on a four-game win streak. That's right. Four-game win streak in the MAC. Um, they're playing UMass at UMass. It's a 16-point spread. Buffalo can win by 20. UMass is awful. So I'm going to go Buffalo beating their New England rivals, although Buffalo's not really in New England. But they're in that geographic area, so these kind of sort of, sort of like you know, as close to a northeast rivalry as you're going to get with the UConn, UMass, and Buffalo, and Syracuse, all in that same area. I'm going to go Buffalo over UMass on ESPN three, the easy one. Also on ESPN three, UConn at Ball State. Surprising that UConn has three wins right now. Ball State at three wins. UConn is three and four. Um, it's a nine-point spread for Ball State. This is another non-conference game against what has been a really bad um, UConn team. Uh, UConn's lost to Utah State. They beat Central Connecticut. Lost to Syracuse bad. Lost to Michigan 59-0. Lost to NC State 41-10. They beat Fresno State 19-14, uh, and they beat FIU last week. Um, they, they're an independent, just like UMass, um, Ball State. I don't know. This one's kind of hard, kind of rough to whew, really put a put your finger on this because outside of the last two weeks, UConn was pretty awful. But the fact that they beat Fresno State and FIU, maybe they got a little something rolling over there for the Huskies at UConn. I don't know. Um, it'll be definitely 
definitely something to see. Ball State's got the home field advantage. They're on a two-game win streak themselves. So, gosh, that's that's this is a tough one. It is definitely that's that's hard. But normally, I would have said Ball State. They're a nine-point favorite. Let's go with Ball State over UConn to get Ball State to four and three and put UConn at three and five. That's on ESPN three, so everyone can watch easily. Uh, this is that the next game: Kent State at Toledo. Toledo can basically bury Kent State um, in the MAC and in the bowl bowl positioning, you know, system. Kent State, I believe, can beat anybody in the MAC on the right day, but they've shown they can lose to anybody in the MAC as well. Toledo looks like the best team in the MAC, and I've got to go with Toledo because Toledo has played pretty well all season except for Ohio State. Um, the San Diego State, you know, that's not looking like a great loss anymore. But they should have won that game. I think they could have won. I think Toledo's going to, you know, keep their momentum rolling. They, they're a solid, well-balanced team. I like Toledo here. The Golden Flashes, gosh, you know, you would think that their non-conference schedule would have gotten them so ready for the MAC, but it, it just <laughs> hasn't happened. So, I'm going to go with Toledo because I love what they did. I really looked great other than a <clears throat> garbage time, you know, point point grab that they gave up last week to NIU. I like Toledo at home in the Glass Bowl, ESPN Plus. Don't love the, don't love the ESPN Plus games, but um, I'm going to go with Toledo there. Ohio Western Michigan. Um, Bobcats at the Broncos. Whew, this is another really – Big game for the loser of if it's Western Michigan. Western Michigan right now is at two and four. They're, this game's even. They can't even, CBS Sports Network too. They can't even pick a winner. That's how up in the air this one's going to be. Ohio, I think is going to go in there and win. Um, Western Michigan, yeah, I'm not loving what I'm seeing at all really from them. I think the Bobcats go in, get a W, go to four and three get really close to that bowl game and because that's really what you're shooting for right now are these six wins now yeah some of these teams are looking like yeah i want to win the mac but we're probably the only one team's going to do that two are going to go to the championship game getting six wins is just as good as winning the mac for for you know the end purposes of going to a bowl game so western western michigan if they lose they are in such big trouble at two and five there's just no margin for error at all in in the bowl world really at that point because you can lose up to six games <laughs> and if you're at five with a whole month of uh, november to go it's not looking great but i do like that one i like ohio i think to beat western michigan it's just yeah it's it's tough because you know there's so many teams that are in the standings right now and it's it's rough because you're so well i'm thinking five five bowl teams right now in the mac maybe if you're lucky like you know if some things happen six but i'm thinking right now it could be as few as three could be two or it could be five um 
but we will see how that goes. I do have a commitment for a future guest. Uh, I don't know if uh, uh, we'll get him on this week and just do like a bonus um, bonus kind of show with him. And, or we're going to do maybe we can do next week and then kind of give his take on the games. Um, he is a former NFL player. He is a guy I hung out with this week. Um, he's a really nice guy, really cool guy to hang out with. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, he's a very entertaining guy too. So when he's on, we will definitely, um, talk some stuff. I'm sure he's going to want to talk about his NFL team. Uh, if I can give you a hint, uh, they're playing really well. Um, he is associated with one NFL. He played for two, but he's associated with one. And um, he had a nice career in the NFL, so we had a good time together. Um, I don't want to give it away because, you know, it could be a surprise, but he is a, uh, I don't know, he's a, overall an NFL a guy a lot of hardcore NFL fans would know, I think. Definitely went to a Mac school, so you, you, you have that. And uh, got a chance to hang out with him over the weekend, and uh, he was super cool. So that's going to be fun to have him on. And maybe we can just talk NFL. We'll talk college with him. Whatever he wants to talk about. Um, I'm, if you know, if he wants to talk about his team winning in the NFL again this week, I can give you a hint. His team lost um, in college. His NFL, his MAC team lost this week. But um, overall, the standings we have Buffalo first. Tied with Miami, Ohio. Well, Buffalo in the conference is three and zero. Everybody, you know, one and one, one and one, one and one, and then Akron's zero and two in the MAC East. So Buffalo is in a commanding position right now for uh, for for getting to you know, the MAC championship game. A lot of football will be played, but yeah, they're in a great position right now. Toledo, two and zero. Gosh, I mean, at this point, it looks like it's going to be them and Ball State uh, battling it out. Um, NIU Central Michigan zero and two. Western Eastern one and one, but I don't think any of those teams are worried about winning the Mac anymore. They're trying to get to that six wins and they're in, some of them are in trouble just for that. So, um, yeah, that is a pretty good weekend of Mac football. It, we're getting some wins now because we're playing each other. The two non-conference games this week, I believe should be W's. So they're not going to be any great W's, but they're, they're at least better than losing. You know, uh, let's put it that way. If we lose those games, gosh, there's we're in we're in just trouble overall but i will be back here next week uh catch out the podcast anywhere where you can find podcasts and uh either someday this week or do another or next week we will have a former nfl guest on who's going to give us uh probably an insightful 20 minutes of uh whatever this guy's funny he's he's a character and I'm looking forward to having him on because ah, he's just a cool overall guy and um, definitely had a good time hanging out with him. So come back, be entertained. Um, we'll probably talk some NFL because why not? He's got a lot to talk about. Uh, he's just an overall nice guy too. So um, I will see everybody back here next week. Uh, enjoy the games this week and Let's have another great week like Toledo did. Uh, we'll see who comes out as a star after next weekend. And enjoy the MAC this week. And I will be back next week with the roundup and a preview of 
the following week and hopefully with a very entertaining guest. I'm Mark Scafidi and enjoy your Maction. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.